get ready to strap on your boots. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. This podcast is supported by one of the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange platforms, Bybit.com. Sign up today and get up to $1,000 in bonuses and coupons. You can also join a $400,000 trading competition along with other contests where you can win Bitcoin prizes and so much more. Just go to bybit.jasonsherman.org to sign up. That's B-Y-B-I-T dot In today's episode, I want to explain how you can monetize practically anything. And what is monetization exactly? Well, it comes from the word money, of course, and it's monetizing, and which means you're making money from whatever it is you're doing. It can be monetizing a mobile app that you built. It could be monetizing a gadget or a product that you've invented. It could be monetizing a service that you've been providing for free or as a volunteer. You can be monetizing pretty much anything. And the first thing you want to do before you actually put a price tag on something, whether again, a product or a service or an app, is you need to figure out how much to charge for that product or that service. Here's a couple of ways that I've done it in the past that I want to give you as an example, as opposed to me just telling you what I think. These are actual ways that I've used to monetize something. The first example I'll give you is going to be for a product. Uh, years ago, I tried out my hand at the Amazon FBA, uh, which was basically selling something on Amazon as a third-party seller. And the first thing I did before I, I did that was I looked at the other products in the same category to see what they were selling for and their price point. So I had an idea, okay, if I buy the product for this much money and I sell it for this much money, plus the charges that you get from Amazon, will I earn enough profit for that item? That's a very simple way of doing it. But let's say that you're not selling on Amazon. Let's say that you invented a new product and you're going to put it on, say, Kickstarter. That's a good way to figure out how much people are willing to pay for a product. Now, again, let's say you haven't even gotten to the point of Kickstarter. A lot of people have a new product idea, but they don't even know what to sell it for in the first place. So here's where a survey comes in handy. And this is going to be the general theme for most of this episode is talking to people to figure out how much they're willing to spend on your product, your service, or your uh, app revenue generator. In the case of a product, we'll say that, let's say you invented a new gadget of some sort, and you can maybe 3D print uh, an example of it, you know, a prototype. It might not be working, but you can still print it out and kind of show people so they can play with it in their hands. And then let's say you go to like a friend and family's get together, or you can talk to people via Zoom, or you can mail it out to people if it's cheap enough to send and say, hey, look, I'll give you a five or $10 Amazon gift card if you just quickly answer some questions about this product. Or if they're friends and family, they might not ask for any money in return. Okay, with this physical product in their hand, now they can determine how does it feel, et cetera. And then you can ask them like, well, what if this product did this, this, and this? What if these were the functions or features of this product? How much would you be willing to pay for this product? Get an answer. Maybe it's $10, maybe it's $50, maybe it's $100. Who knows? Take the majority of that data, the answers you get from people, and then do an average. If most people said $80, but then some people said 20, and then there was a, a, a good, good majority of people who said 40 or 50 or 20, 
take the average of the numbers based on the percentages and that's your number. Maybe it's $40, maybe it's $20, maybe it's $70. Either way, don't guess, especially if your product is new and you don't have anything to base it off of. If there are comparisons online of other products similar to yours, then maybe you can use those as comparisons as well. But when it comes to services, so say you have a skill set and you want to monetize that, that's totally different because now you're, you're basically monetizing your skills, what people are using you for. And sure, you can charge by the hour based on what you think your value or your worth is. But see, I made a mistake early on in my career. We're talking 20, 30 years ago when I first started charging people to help them work with websites or fix their computers. I was charging very little. And I noticed at one point when I was helping people fix their computers or building their computers or helping them with the websites or the computers or whatever. Keep in mind, this was the 90s, early 2000s. People were still getting used to the idea of the Internet. And I might have only been charging like 20 bucks to do something, you know. And this one time I went to a guy's house, friends of the family, needed help with his computer, needed help with a bunch of different things, basically to teach him how to use the computer, how to use the internet. And also I had to fix some things on his computer. Well, when it was time to leave and he asked me how much he owed me, I told him it was two hours, so $40. He handed me a $100 bill. And I asked, and I told him, is this too much? You know, I, you know, he's like, no, it's not too much because I didn't know what I was doing and you helped me. And this is what I think it's worth for you to come out here on a Saturday on your day off. And because I had a full-time job. So you know, I, I, that, that day, that day I, I realized maybe I'm undercharging for my services. So because of that guy, because of that day, he put a value on my service for me, which is what I've been saying here. You have to let people put value on your service. So what did I start doing? I started to put a flat fee on my service calls of a hundred dollars minimum for the first two hours with a $20 charge per hour after that. This way, and, and here's, the, here's the genius behind that. I realized that most service calls were only taking me one to two hours. So I was always getting $100 minimum, no matter what. Even if I went there and it only took 30, 30 minutes, and you know, if the person was like, oh, it was only that and blah, blah, blah. Sometimes, not often, but sometimes I'd say, okay, I'll do it for 50 bucks because it wasn't that much time. But still, I was making more than I was making before at the two hours or $40. So I was still happy taking that discount, which made them feel better. But I knew in my mind, I was still getting more than I used to get. But for the majority, I was getting $100 per service call. So I started making a decent amount of money doing this, all because someone put a value on my service. So basically, don't just put an hourly rate that you think is fair for your services. I mean, a lot of services, you do have to put an hourly rate, but sometimes you could just give them a flat fee and say, look, I'll, I'll fix whatever it is, or I'll help you with your problem or whatever it is that you need help with. And you're going to pay me for my experience and my knowledge, not so much for my time. And that way you can kind of raise the rate a little bit. A lot of people want hourly rates. So take that hundred dollars and cut it into half. So $50 an hour. So that way, you know, you're getting a hundred bucks for two hours. Do it that way. That's fine too. But when it comes to mobile platforms and websites, monetization has a whole new meaning because now we're talking about earning money for people clicking on things and doing things on your websites and your mobile apps. How many people play games on apps where you're paying for things? How many people pay for premium memberships on dating apps or other apps? Uh, people are always 
upgrading their services on these apps and their accounts to get new features. And that's the key is figuring out which features people are willing to pay for and or upgrade to a premium membership. Once again, asking your current users, say you have a free app. Okay. And say you have 10,000 people on your app or a thousand people or 500 people or a hundred people. It doesn't matter. Send out a survey to these people asking them, which of these features are you willing to pay for? They'll select whatever features they're willing to pay for. Next question is how much are you willing to pay for that feature? Same thing, put different prices like 199, 299, 599, etc. You're going to always take the data that you get from these surveys to make your decisions, right? To tell you how much you think, not only what features people are willing to pay for, but how much they're willing to pay for them. And that's the important piece. Then it's all about pushing it out, pushing an update out there or updating your website to have these features and seeing how many people start paying for those features. Are, is it being monetized properly or are no one really, is no one really paying for it? If not, why not find out why people are not paying for, where are they stopping? Is it too expensive? Are you getting a lot of people paying for it? And maybe you could have raised the amount a little bit. Who knows? These are the types of things you have to figure out, but there are tricks to figure out how much people are willing to pay for things. And one of the most popular ones I've used in the past, and this is one I've actually used in one of my startups, instead of implementing the pay feature, because you do have to do a lot of coding or some coding, whether, whether you're integrating Stripe or PayPal or credit cards or whatever you're doing to not only allow people to start putting their sensitive data into your platform and start paying for something, but you also have to code the front end interface to have, you know, the collection of their information to do the processing and all that stuff. And then of course you have to pay Apple 30% and so on and so forth. If you're using uh, an iPhone app, here's a really cool trick. So instead of doing all that, right, forget about the monetization for a second, just put the feature or what looks like the feature on your app or your website that says, would you like to upgrade to get say 10,000 free points or whatever the thing is, or would you like to upgrade to get 30 days of unlimited viewings or whatever the feature is, right? And there's a button that says yes, or I'll buy it or purchase now or whatever. You click the button, which then sends us a notification that says, you know, so-and-so's account clicked on this button, right? And they get an alert that pops up and says, Thank you for letting us know you're interested in this feature. We will let you know as soon as it's launched or as soon as it's live. So they don't actually purchase anything. They just, they were about to, right? They clicked on the button. So they said they're willing to purchase it. That maybe the price was there. It says, are, you know, would you like to upgrade for $1.99 a month? Yes. Boom. Click the button. So they're, they're, they're ready to buy it. So you know, you get a notification or you get like data at the, at the end of the day. You have how many clicks on it? How many people did it? What's their age range? What's their gender? What's their demographic? Where do they live? Now you know who's willing to pay for something, where they live, who they are, all their information. And you didn't even build anything. You just put a little button there. And now it tells you, let's say you have 10,000 users. Here's the, here's the magic. You have 10,000 users. And let's say 8,500 of them click that button. That's it. You have your answer. You know that you have to monetize that. You can now launch the feature 
within you know a couple of weeks or whatever it takes you to code all that, push it out there and send everybody a notification that says, okay, uh, you, you have pre previously opted into this feature. Would you like to upgrade now? And then most of them will probably click yes, because now it's live. Or a notification that pops up in the app that says, now that feature is live, feel free to upgrade now. Um, or we've automatically given you 30 days free because you opted in. Um, feel free to cancel at any time, but you get 30 days free. That way they're already opted in. And then if they want to cancel, they can cancel, or you can do it the other way around just so you don't you know, ruffle any feathers. But th these are just some of the ways you can monetize something or figure out how to monetize something because you should never just be blindly putting something out there for a certain price. If you've noticed on Shark Tank, how many times the sharks have grilled the entrepreneurs because their price point was too high or their price point was too low on the product they were selling. I've seen it happen pretty much on every episode at least once. An entrepreneur does it, maybe even more than once. It just seems like a lot of times the unprepared entrepreneurs don't have their price points correct. Monetizing something is a multiple part process. It's figuring out what you should be monetizing. Are people interested in that monetization or that feature or that product or that service? How much are they willing to spend on that feature, product, or service? And how many people are using it? How many people are paying for it? Are you getting a lot of people? Because if not, there's something wrong and you need to figure out what it is. So hopefully this helps you monetize whatever it is you're building. And I'd love to hear more ideas about monetization in the comments. So please leave them for me. And I will see everybody in next week's episode. Thanks for listening. If you learned something in today's episode, please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. You can learn more about me at jasonsherman.org. Don't forget to pick up a copy of my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, on Amazon. And if you want to dive even deeper into the world of entrepreneurship, I suggest you sign up for my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy.com. Also, you can support this podcast by leaving me a positive review and also by visiting patreon.com slash strap on your boots to become a member and get bonus material. See you in next week's episode.